This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Reds pitching struggled Sunday afternoon, and the bats were quiet as they fell to the Padres at Goodyear Ballpark. Final score, 10-4. Highlights in a bit, but first, let's get some thoughts on the game from the two guys who called it, Tommy Thrall and Jeff Brantley. Thanks, you had a tough one today, Cowboy, for the Reds, 10-4, and... Uh, Really, where do you start in this one? I guess with the in- injury of T.J. Antone, uh, are you concerned about the injuries and the way they seem to be kind of quietly piling up now for the Reds? I, I think you have to be simply because they're they're involved in a in your starting rotation. Uh, I think when you had the issue with Miley the other day, you got the news before the ball game today that Sonny Gray was having some back spasm issues and. Then you see T.J. Antone have to leave the ball game today, and, and Antone is your insurance policy. So I, I think that, yes, you have to be concerned. I think you have to be thankful that you've got a couple of weeks left in order to get these guys ready to go. But you have to remember, starting pitchers take time to get ready. They've got to pitch more innings, and if you're on the injured list, you can't pitch at all. So you're not getting any innings in. Cam Bedrosian is a guy that had really been making a strong case to try to make this pitching staff and, and join the Reds' bullpen. Jesse Biddle, another one. Both of those guys struggled a little bit at times in this game today. Yeah, I think it was a, a struggle from the entirety. I, I didn't think that uh, Anton was comfortable to begin the ball game. We talked about that a little bit. It looked like a, a little mechanical difficulty and was not able to locate pitches. And, and you can just go right down the list. Uh, the only guy that came in that seemed like he was comfortable was Raver San Martin, and he only pitched one batter. So, uh, you know, you, you have to be able to, to throw strikes and get outs, but on the other hand, the Reds didn't swing the bats a whole lot better either. Is it concerning as they fall to the Padres 10-4, or do you just write this off as a tough day in the Cactus League? Well, you, you write it off, but in, in the grand scheme of things, at this point in spring training, you're 3-10-1. You've only won three ball games. That would put you in the last two or three clubs in Major League Baseball, and I don't think that's where the Reds want to be right now. Reds have dropped three straight. They'll try to snap the skid tomorrow against the Angels. Yet back to you. Now to the highlights. It didn't take long for the Padres to get the Red starter, T.J. Antone. Tommy Pham led off the game with a single, and two outs later, Victor Caratini brought him home. Of course, you're pretty familiar with Caratini. Spent quite a bit of time with the Cubs, the pitch, and Caratini swings, hits one high into the air, loudly right center field. Going back, Castellano, Senzel leaps at the wall, had it hit out of his glove, but the ball rolls away. Around to score is Pham, Caratini around to third, Senzel a little slow to get up as the ball comes back in, but it's an RBI triple for Victor Caratini. His first triple of the spring, his first extra base hit of the spring and Sinzel gets up gives the Reds dugout a thumbs up and he says he's going to be all right. San Diego chased Antone from the game in the top of the second. He walked a batter, struck out a batter, walked another batter, struck out another batter. So two on with two outs. Tommy Pham then reached on an air by Eugenio Suarez 
And then Antone gave another free pass. Antone back home, 3-1 pitch. High and outside, ball four, bases loaded walk, forces home a run. And it's 2-0 Padres. Then he gave up a base hit. Right-hander pauses and turns loose the 1-0. Weak ground ball right side. Fielded by the first baseman. Feed to Antone. He's late getting to the back. Throw home. Not in time. The Padres get two on the play. Marcano scored first. Tommy Pham never stopped around third. Watching how things were playing out at first base, he was able to get to the plate even though Antone reacted quickly at the bag after not getting the out. He didn't waste any time getting rid of it to home, but it still wasn't in time. So the Padres get two more. They now lead it 4 to nothing, and David Bell is on his way to the mound. At that point, Antone was replaced on the mound, but because this is spring training, he was allowed to come back out and pitch the top of the third, and he set the Padres down in order. He came out to pitch the fourth inning as well, but before he threw his first pitch, he was removed from the game with a mild right groin strain. The Reds couldn't do anything offensively against Padres starter Hugh Darvish. In fact, he only allowed one base runner in three innings, and that was a hit batter. But they finally broke through in the bottom of the fourth off Ryan Weathers. Nick Castellanos led off the inning with a hard double to left center. Two outs later, he moved the third on a wild pitch, and then Nick Senzel got the run home. 3-2 pitch, and Senzel sends a fly to right center field. On the run, the center fielder, Marcano, he can't get there. That'll fall for a hit. Senzel has his sixth hit of the spring, and he drives in his third run as Castellanos is home from third. The Reds are on the board. It's now 4-1 San Diego. When T.J. Antone left the game, right-hander Cam Bedrosian took over on the mound and pitched a perfect fourth inning, but he ran into trouble in the fifth. Bedrosian walked the leadoff hitter in the inning and then had to face the Padres' third baseman. He's over at first for Tantalou. And the pitch, and this is belted to left field, hit deep. Back goes Aquino. He'll look up at the wall. It is gone over the Reds' bullpen. In left, a two-run shot for Nick Tantalou, his second home run of the spring, his second hit today. And the Padres now lead it 6-1. The 3-1. This ball is socked to right, hit a ton. No chance for Castellanos. He'll turn and watch that thing fly way out of here to right. Up onto the roof of the party deck. Second home run of the inning for the Padres. A two-run shot by Tantalou. And now a solo shot by Florimon, and that is Florimon's first Home run of the spring. 7-1 San Diego. Jesse Biddle took over for Bedrosian. He got out of the fifth without another run scoring. He wasn't so lucky in the top of the sixth. Left-hander Biddle back to the plate. The 1-2 pitch is hammered to left. That is deep and fair and gone. To the back of the berm in left field. That's the third home run of the afternoon for the Padres. And it makes it an 8-1 San Diego lead. For the most part, the Reds' bats were quiet Sunday, but the one guy who seems to be ready for the season to begin is right fielder Nick Castellanos. He doubled and scored in the fourth, and then he led off the sixth inning this way. Here's Nick Castellanos' first ball swinging. He ropes a line drive between O'Grady and the first base bag. That'll go all the way into the corner, and Castellanos ain't stopping around second, digging for third. The relay throw, not in time. Castellanos in there with a head-first dive. And a one-out triple. I would think it would be safe to say that Nick Castellanos is starting to find his timing. He is gradually starting to barrel some balls with regularity. 
Mike Moustakis then brought Castellanos home. Reds didn't get their first hit in this game until the leadoff double in the fourth, and now Moustakis skies one to right field. I don't know that Mateo saw it at first, but now he'll run it down as he gets to the edge of the warning track in deep right field. Castellanos will tag up and score from third on the sack fly by Moustakis for out number two in the sixth. It's now 8-2 to two for the Padres. The Padres added a run in the top of the eighth on an infield single by C.J. Abrams. In the ninth, a one-time red drove in another San Diego run. Lodolo has the sign, and here comes the 2-2 pitch. Grounded right back up the middle. That's in the center field for a hit. Here comes Mateo around third to score, and it's 10-2 Padres. RBI single by Kivlahan. The Reds finally scored another run in the bottom of the ninth. After a walk and a double to start the inning, Jose Garcia got the run home. Well, he's down to the count here, 0-2. Garcia is the pitch. Breaking ball. That's a little cue shot roller back to the pitcher. Fox will pick it up. Looked home, but no chance to get Delmonico, so he goes to first to get Garcia. It's an RBI tap out to the pitcher. 1-3. Catcher. Reds are back on the board, and now it is 10-3. And then Davey Gruon did the same. 3-2 pitch. Ground ball sharply hit to third, gloved by Castillo. And in plenty of time, he'll throw out Gruon at first. A run will score. The Reds get two now in the ninth inning. Bases are empty. And here's Dwight Smith, Jr. Here are the totals for San Diego. Ten runs, 15 hits, no errors, 11 left on base. For Cincinnati, 4-5-1 and four left on base. As mentioned, T.J. Antone started for the Reds and had to leave the game with an injury. Here's what he had to say after the game. Yeah, he's probably right. Probably shouldn't push anything right now. So I just called out the trainer, and uh, I, think, I think it'll be fine. Um, I, I told the trainer I think I'll, I'll be able to make my next start. Just a small little tweak. Does it affect the way you push off or, or anything like that? Um, I don't know what it affects yet. I just felt it um, when I was at my like landing. So my when I was at my furthest like stride point, um, just kind of grabbed a little bit. And I was like, oh, that didn't feel great. But it wasn't anything like, oh, my gosh, that just tore or anything crazy like that. It was just a small little tweak. Were you expecting to pitch four innings today, I guess, before he got, before he had that injury? And just how do you feel like it went when you were out there? Yeah, expecting to throw four innings. Um, I thought it went okay. Uh, you know, a couple more walks than I've been throwing. I, I was I was a little jerky today. Um, I think I was just trying to, like, force something. Um, DJ saw it uh, and after the second inning and uh, brought it up to my attention. I wish I had recognized it sooner because my third inning was very smooth. I felt like my body was working great. Um, and yeah, I just, I, I, I need to be able to recognize kind of what's going wrong a little bit faster so that I can make those adjustments quicker. Was it to exit the game for San Martin as you know, coming out of the bullpen and then go back into the game? Obviously that's a spring training only thing, but was that odd? Um, no, nah, not really. Uh, I mean, it, it didn't feel weird to me at all. Monday afternoon, the Reds head to Tempe, Arizona, to take on the L.A. Angels. Michael Lorenzen makes a start for Cincinnati against right-hander Alex Cobb. We'll be on the air with the pregame show beginning at 3.55 Cincinnati time. First pitch is scheduled for 4.10. Again, the final score Sunday afternoon in Goodyear. It was the Padres 10 and the Reds 4. I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds Game Recap. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 